the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, the media. To watch the ongoing media propaganda, it's like watching Pravda. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. Because parents are, I think we are a little bit too complacent sometimes about, oh, how bad can it be? It's very bad. Because you can't be truly conservative and be advocating for so-called rights on the basis of what God says is a sin. Yep, I used to be a liberal, too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my weekly column on WorldNet Daily. That's WND.com. My articles come out on Tuesday night and Wednesday, and also on barbwire.com and elsewhere out on the web. Be sure to check out my book also, which is written especially for teens, and it's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Are you as astonished as I am that all of a sudden America seems to have gotten a moral compass? I mean, what's happening here? Everyone is all concerned about sexual abuse, but as usual, the it seems that there is a double standard when it comes to people involved in homosexuality. It seems to be fine for Hollywood to produce a movie about a boy and a man involved in a sexual relationship. But in other situations, the same aged couple is a scandal. So here to discuss this and much more with me is my good friend and pro-family colleague, Peter LaBarbera, who is founder and president of Americans for Truth. Welcome back to Mission America Radio, Peter. Hey, thanks, Linda. Thanks for the opportunity, and thanks for all the great work you're doing. Oh Well, thanks for all the great work you have always done. And I want to talk about all this because you're, you've really uh, researched these things quite well over the years. I have learned so much from what I uh, learned from you. But before we get into all of that, um, let's just talk about the current issue of Roy Moore. Tell us what you, how you process all that happened with Roy Moore and uh, our everybody, everybody's well, reaction to uh, it. I, I'm sure like you, I'm, I'm just crushed by what happened. Um, I, I don't know what happened 40 years ago. And if that 14 year old story of him, you know, with a 14 year old girl when he's in his thirties, I, 
course, wouldn't agree with that, neither would you. No. <laughs> but here's what we know about Roy Moore. He has a long marriage, faithful marriage with his wife. Many women he's worked with over the years said he has not been abusive in any way towards them. He was a kind and good man. We know that he stood up against homosexual marriage probably better than any public servant in the United States. He actually fought the Supreme Court and, and said, no, the Supreme Court does not have authority to overturn Alabama's marriage protection amendment, which sought to protect traditional marriage precisely because of what the Supreme Court would do. And all of a sudden, this man was taken out yeah. by the media and by the establishment Republicans, led by Mitch McConnell and his hatchet man, uh, uh, one of these uh, PACs, these Republican PACs, which right. is only out to defend incumbents. And here, lo and behold, we see Roy Moore taken out in the, probably one of the most Republican states in the nation, Alabama. And it just strikes me as the politics of personal destruction. And I'm just, I'm just heartbreaking, mm-hmm. heartbroken to see even conservatives right. sort of, including the National Review, for goodness sake, yes. you know, rejoicing oh. almost in the defeat of Roy Moore. Right. I, in the, the people were so sketchy. I mean, I am not one of these women that, I mean, I, you, you know, I talk a lot about abuse of children and so on. The problem is, and, and, and women, of course, and pornography and all the, the issues involved. But I do not always believe women tell the truth. I think that sometimes they do and you have to listen to it. But there better be some evidence because there are an awful lot of people who will who are just messed up and will just make stuff up out of the blue. And these women the one with the rape accusation and the 14-year-old had very sketchy backgrounds. And all of a sudden, this comes out now. The, the whole thing just stunk to high heaven. It really did. Uh, yeah. And, and Linda, the, how much of it was motivated by the animus towards Roy Moore? Exactly. Roy Moore is one of the guys who stood up for God against same-sex marriage. And we know that uh, being for same-sex so-called marriage right now, has become it's become a virtue signal, including for libertarian so-called conservatives. And even people on Fox News, you know, saying you're for gay marriage uh, uh, is is now becoming a way to say, oh, I'm modern, I'm hip, I'm sophisticated. Yeah. And he was dead set against it. And so are we. Yeah. And, and, and this is the kind of guy the establishment Republican likes to take out. And I'm glad you mentioned about the sketchy backgrounds, because I read one story. And, and we know that Roy Moore is an incredibly disciplined man. He memorized whole chunks of the Constitution and, and, and founding father's speeches. He could give... He could recite them. I mean, this is an incredibly disciplined man. And one of the stories was was a woman who claimed that as he was, as a, uh, I think, a teenage girl with her mother, as she was walking out the door, Roy Moore reached down and grabbed her butt. That would never happen. I just I, don't I, think. When I read that, I said to myself, "Is this the yeah. action of a man who's right. known for his discipline?" Right. I, that just yet, doesn't fit anything else. It doesn't fit anything and, and, else. And yet, what's so shocking is. You read the descriptions, they just call him a child molester. Right. He, he's been uh, gone. Remember, whenever we deal with the homosexual issue, and there is such a long history of sex between men and boys, going back to the Greeks, but nowadays, whenever there's a story, well, there's all this amb- ambiguity, right? And this, uh, oh, you know, it might be, it's just teenage boys. It's, it's not really called pedophilia. It's called ephebophilia, which is a, a predilection towards, you know, attraction towards adolescence. There's all this ambiguity that's introduced. But when it's Roy Moore, oh, yeah. he's a child molester. Exactly. We'll convict that, him right. without even having a trial. That was convicted. the that was the subject of the article I wrote this past week is the double standard because it it's it just the uh, the latest uh, I mean uh, there were other 
more serious accusations, but the latest one of Roy Moore was a 17-year-old who claims just not sex, but just that he dated her, and he does he says he doesn't even remember that that um, back when he was 34. So she's 17, he's 34, and that's worthy of national news and piling on the scandal. Hollywood has a movie, 17-year-old boy, 24-year-old man, and this is getting awards, and this is a romantic love story. Come on. I mean, isn't this ridiculous? Right. And we know there's an extra level of evil when it, when it involves uh, homosexuality, homosexuality on yes. top of the pedophilia. Yes. And, and, and you know, and look at and the human rights campaign, which uh, is the leading homosexual lobby group in the world. They are, they are, you know, fully in on celebrating Harvey Milk, who was a homosexual activist. And Harvey Milk, in his 30s, I think he was 33, he had a sexual relationship with a boy who was a runaway boy who yeah. was either 16 or 17 years old. And it was open. They Everybody knew about Harvey it. Milk open, open. Everybody knew about it. Yeah. Open, mm-hmm. open. It's in, it's, in, it's in the books, a, a celebratory book about Harvey Milk. It right. talks about this. Right. Not only that, Harvey Milk seduced men going into the Navy who were en route to, to, to uh, you know, on leave from the Navy. He would seduce them, get them to come to his apartment, and, and so he could sodomize them. You know, I mean, this is, a, this is an evil man, yeah. but uh, Harvey Milk is still celebrating. In fact, Obama put him on a stamp. Yes. In the Obama administration, Harvey Milk is on a stamp. It's one of the American heroes. And he's um, celebrated every May 22nd by all school children in California public schools for Harvey Milk Day. I mean, how right. that you can't make this stuff up. Um, and before we go on any further, Peter, I will you know, comment on that. But um, in case you're just joining us, we are talking with Peter LaBarber, who's founder and president of Mission. Uh, not That's Mission America. That's me. Founder and president of Americans <laughs> for Truth. And suddenly you're going to be president of my organization. That'll be interesting. Um, sorry, Peter. Um, again, give out your website. Give out your website. Yes, it is Americans for Truth, all written out, F-O-R, AmericansforTruth.org. Dot org. Okay. And so, okay, more about the human rights campaign and Harvey Milk. And the human rights campaign has a store honoring Harvey Milk in San Francisco, correct? Yes. And, and, it's, and it's, I've been there. They, they have, they've reconstructed Harvey Milk's photography store in the Castro district, which is the homosexual district in San Francisco. It's all there. And there's a store attached to it where they sell their merchandise. They celebrate Harvey Milk. Now, are we going to see renunciations of Harvey Milk? In fact, take it beyond that. Are we going to see renunciations, public renunciations of Alfred Kinsey, the sexologist who actually had pedophile data involving babies? Right. As you know, Linda, in his book, we can't even talk about it. It's so obscene. But yet there's the Kinsey Institute in Indiana, officially right. connected to the Indiana, University of Indiana. Right. Every- you know, and so we, we see the liberal left you know, going nuts over and, – and, and I think it's appropriate when people who have committed these, this awful – who actually have sexually molested women, or abused women, or a homosexual man who's abused a boy. It's appropriate when these people are shamed if the facts bear it out. Of course, right. for, for Roy Moore, that was 40 years ago. But – there is a whole – there's a reckoning that's coming because there is a whole history of this type of abuse in the homosexual world. In the homosexual world and especially these organizations that um, are trying to reach kids. GLSEN, the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, and I've written a lot about them and their awful book selections and recommendations, which they didn't uh, bother to hide, which had adult and teen sexual contact proudly – talked uh, discussed in those uh, some of those books 
and then the Human Rights Campaign, who's one of their founders, was Terry Bean. Tell us, t- uh, tell people about Terry Bean. Well, Terry Bean, it was a founder not just of the Human Rights Campaign. He was also involved in the Gay and Lesbian Victory Fund, which recently celebrated electing a bunch of openly homosexual and so-called transgender candidates. Um, he was involved in that. He was deeply involved with the Human Rights Campaign, and he he was he, he, there was a scandal in which he uh, allegedly solicited sex with an underage boy, I believe, what, 15 years old? 15, and this was just two or three years ago. And and somehow, even though this case was brought out in the news, somehow the, the, the charges were not pursued, and who knows how that was arranged, who knows how much money Terry Bean paid to the victim here, but uh, there's, again, we see countless times over and over again men in their 20s and 30s, even their 40s, in relationships with underage boys. It's part of the homosexual world. There was a, in the 70s, guess what they called underage boys? They called them chicken, mm-hmm. as in chicken hawks. Mm-hmm. Chicken were the target of men who wanted, uh, who, who were attracted, pursued sex with underage teenage boys. This is, they were called chicken, the boys were. Um, there were ads for chicken in the Advocate magazine, which is a homosexual magazine. Uh, the North American Man-Boy Love Association, which is a, a notorious pederasty pedophile group, they had they were represented in homo, in homosexual so-called pride parades, parades. Mm-hmm. in the be, in the old days. There's a long history here, Linda. Yeah, right, long history, and it seems that the only time, virtually the only time, that um, you get the national scandal uh, 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 barometer goes up on boys being molested by men or young people being uh, uh, teenagers being molested by someone of the same sex is when the person identifies as a heterosexual, as in Jerry Sandusky, as in, um, uh, you know, they didn't know about Kevin Spacey when they, and then all of a sudden he surprised them and came out as, as homosexual. Yeah. And, uh, and you I know, think on the important on that point on that one, Linda, is if a man molests a girl, that's a heterosexual molestation. If a man molests a boy, that is a homosexual, homosexual molestation. molestation. Get, right. Let's get away from all this identity politics right. and just tell it like right. it is. And we know that there's lots and lots of man-boy predation. Yes. And, and, and that's very sad. And in its and it's being built into sex ed programs and the curricula in our schools and in these awful books in the libraries that the American Library Association defends. And, it, and it, I mean, if we're going to be upset about abuse, let's look at the obvious mental as well as uh, often the physical abuse and sexual abuse of these kids. The mental abuse is where, where it starts, is where they're they're corrupted mentally. So, um, Well, and, and we've got the more standard with that that they've held to, where they're actually, I mean, they've just smeared this good man yeah. as a pedophile, call him a child molester in the accounts, just assume that he, he basically sexually abused these, these girls, and yet the same people are, are honoring Harvey Milk, who right. was, he was a predator. Yeah, let's face it. Exactly, and and so many of these these groups are predators. I believe that the homosexual clubs in schools are are just are are just red flags for predators. I mean, I think that they um, they exist there to as an audience to continue to um, fast track kids into this lifestyle, network with adults. I mean, they're in who knows what goes on there. So, um, you know, I, I think that one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was. You know, how do we re-horrify people about the the sin of homosexuality? People are becoming so comfortable with this. I mean, even people on our side. We need to re-horrify well, them. I, I, I think it's very complicated. I think it comes back to gaining a moral understanding that, that uh, 
is found in the in the Word of God. You know, we, we have to respect God and God's values again, rather than deciding that we know better than God. And that means, you know, it's become a very trendy sin. That's yeah. uh, that's yeah. a, a fact. That's um, the way it is. You see it everywhere, and we're not unless we get back to respecting God and God's authority in our life. I don't think. We're going to recover that, that right. sense of, yeah. of the awfulness of all sin, not just homosexuality. Right. It's all And all sexual sin. And, and it's really, um, really destroying our culture, despite this new uh, morality we're getting. We've been talking with Peter LaBarbera, and we will continue after this break. Uh, stay with us here on Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey. We will be right back after these messages. Don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We're talking today about the new moral, quote unquote, compass that America seems to be getting. And should we be encouraged by this? I am somewhat in some arenas in a qualified way encouraged, but I'm also highly suspicious. I think there's something going on here um, and we need to watch how this is all defined and to help us sort through all this is uh, Peter LaBarbera, who is founder and president of uh, Americans for Truth. And Peter, how does the left define morality? Is it uh, somewhat different than we Christians would define morality? Well, I think what's interesting, Linda, is over the last 10 years or so, the homosexual movement has moved to a, a pseudo you know, moral argument as they see it. And we see it working. It worked on same-sex so-called marriage, right? right. They said, well, you're, you're supposed to be for monogamy. And they used our, ostensibly, our values to advance their deviant sex agenda. And that's what it is. It's a deviant sex agenda. And I think that's an important thing to, rec- uh, to recognize. They, they, at one point, as we know, Linda, when we were fighting this 20 years ago, it was all about born gay, right? We're victims. Oh, you know, we're, we're victims. We need um, We need to... Get your help uh, because we we're, we're we can't we're help what we're we cannot help what we're doing. That's it. That's can't the, help what we're doing. They knew that if people believed that homosexuals were born that way, then they then they could not. It's not a moral issue, and therefore they needed to be their agenda needed to be supported uh, in the law and in society. Now they've moved to this moral thing where they are they're taking the high horse and they're saying they have the moral agenda. And let me just read a quote by Evan Wolfson, who's the leading he was the leading crusader, homosexual activist crusader for so-called gay marriage. And here's what Evan Wolfson said, Linda. Quote, I'm not in this. Now he's talking about changing. This is before the Obergefell decision, before the complete legalization or imposition of, of so-called legal gay marriage by the Supreme Court. Right. Um, he said, quote, I'm not in this just to change the law. It's about changing society, unquote. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there we have it. This is all about changing our mores, moving away from a, a culture that respects God, respects tradition, biblical Judeo-Christian values, and, and changing everything. And you look at it even like when you see like the gay Christian rhetoric, Linda. What do the gay activists say? Remember, it's, um, oh, sexual orientation is a gift from God. And how dare – this is a quote by – actually, he was with the Human Rights Campaign at the time, a guy named Harry Knox. He said, 
my sexual orientation, he's a gay activist, is a gift from God, and it would be a, it would be a, a, like a, a sin to 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 reject that yeah, gift. Right. And so what what they did was they completely flipped the mm-hmm. sin of homosexuality, the sin of sexual perversion, flipped it on its head, and said that no opposition to this is a sin. And this is what they do. The left does in everything, Linda. Right. They're they're so morally confused. They don't stand up for the rights of innocent, defenseless, unborn babies in the womb, and yet they do defend the rights of convicted heinous murderers not to be put to death right. in the justice of the death penalty. Right, right. The left flips everything on its head. That's what they do. And so now they're arguing, now can we really trust them on this new morality of, okay, I'm with you. I, I think it's, I have daughters. I have a, a, a wonderful wife, 29 years that you know. Mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. I'm for protecting women. Of course we are. But we have to wonder when we see the left celebrating Homosexual predators like Harvey Milk, uh, who is a 33-year-old man who bedded down a, a 16- or 17-year-old boy who was a runaway boy from his family. Um, guess what they named their dogs, Linda, in their so-called marriage? He lived with this boy in an apartment. Hmm. They called their dogs Trick and Trade. Those oh. are two names for homosexual hustling, oh my for homosexual goodness. prostitution. Yes. Oh. This is what they name their dog. This is, a, this is the icon, the leading icon of the gay movement, Harvey Milk. Now, are we going to see a public repudiation across the yeah. board, not just from homosexual activists, but from every liberal who celebrates Harvey Milk? Well, are, are we, we going to have that all taken down now? And like, pa- and, like, we, yeah. you know, like Kevin Spacey was? And, taken down and, and parents and, 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 who are who are upset about the whole idea of uh, horrified by you know the even the the possibility that someone like a Roy Moore or somebody else might have uh, you know assaulted a teenager. Which again, there's very little evidence to support that. There's nothing you know conviction on rumor is not where we should be going. Um, but you know, yeah, I mean, are they going to be upset about these these teenage boys? I mean, come on, this was. This is assault yeah, and in these Linda, boys. And an important thing about Roy Moore is one of the things we know about pedophiles is there seems that a lot of times there's a long, there's a life history, a, a life, a lifetime pattern. We have a long marriage of this man. His wife says he's one of the most kind and gentle men she's ever, she's ever known. We have a life of him honoring God and standing up for mm-hmm. the right to life and for defending marriage. And it's like all that was just thrown out. And I really mm-hmm. resent these libertarians who really do not like Roy Moore and the National Review Online, there was a piece by David French, which was yes. unbelievable. I mean, just the way he went after, he basically said there was nothing of redeeming value to Roy Moore's life. I mean, because these accusations were made, yeah. and, and that was 40 years ago, and it was time just after he got the Republican nomination 30 days before the election. Yep. And, yet, um, our, and yet a lot of these same people are doing nothing to reverse the decision on on Obergefell right. homosexual so-called marriage. They're not doing anything to to um, to to fight uh, homosexuality in schools, as you've done so much, Linda, more than anybody else in America. I think you have no, fought no. the problem of homosexuality being celebrated and honored in schools, at, like that Harvey Milk Day. Is that going to be reversed now in California? Yeah. And by the way, in California, Linda, there was a new law that was passed, which does guess what? It allows people to take their name off the sex offenders registry list. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. It's so just... we have people like Ben Shapiro saying, "Oh, we had to oppose." Ben Shapiro's a, a very I, I I like this guy, great conservative young guy, but he said we got to take. Oh no, we're gonna if if, if we support Roy Moore, the Democrats are going to be have the moral high ground. 
the moral high ground. The Democrats are the party of the sexual, the homosexual sexual revolution, and it is a revolution of values. That's what Evan Wilson was talking about. He says it's not just about changing the marriage law. It's about changing society. This is a revolution, and the Democratic Party has has been the party of this sexual this perversion right. revolution, just well, like they're the party of abortion on demand, we're almost innocent defenseless we're, babies. We're almost out of time. I just want to comment that it's pornography fuels everything behind the scenes. We know that women are being assaulted. However, we need proof. We need we do not need rumor mongering. We need to have some element of control where there's documented and verification of of accusations. But definitely we need to get people upset about children being assaulted and teens being assaulted um, homosexually or heterosexually. Uh, Peter, thank you for everything you're doing. You are a font of wisdom and research and long, long standing. Um, uh, uh, the high, you have the high moral ground on this. Go to, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you really do. What? Give us your website before we run out oh, of time. Thanks, Lynn, and thanks for all you do. Uh, Americans for Truth, all written out, F-O-R, AmericansforTruth.org. Okay. Great. Go there. Lots and lots of great information, many articles, lots of research over many years. Just remember, friends, we need to stand up on these issues. Just remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.